Hi, I'm Eric Loss from Workday. Welcome to the In Good Company podcast, where we discuss the most important issues facing your business with some of the smartest minds in the business. Looking ahead at 2018, it seems safe to say that we live in an era of massive change and uncertainty. Today, we're going to talk about some of the biggest issues and changes impacting businesses this year and what this means for CFOs who play a big role in helping their companies navigate through it all. Our guest is going to help us navigate this topic. Hi, I'm Joe Moed, partner at KPMG. Thanks for having me. So to begin, why don't, why don't you start with a little bit of your background? So I've been in the uh, business advisory industry for about 20 some years. Um, I focus on what we call finance transformations. What that really means is we help our clients think through these impacts and how they need to adapt their finance function to improve and come out ahead. In 2018, businesses are gonna be contending with all kinds of, of change and, and new issues. What are some of the biggest issues and changes they face? Yeah, there's a lot of them. I think the one that's on top of mind of, of most of our clients, CFOs and CEOs, is, is tax reform. Everyone's heard a lot about tax reform in the last month or so. And why it's important to our clients is they got to figure out what the changes mean for them in terms of filing. It's really affecting and impacting business models, which is affecting the finance industry. So I'll give you an example. In the past, a lot of our clients were looking to offshore some finance and accounting activities to take advantage of lower labor rates or even move entire finance functions overseas. Sure. Those, those models aren't as attractive anymore. Some of those things don't matter as much anymore. Uh, also, companies are trying to repatriate, bring their um, companies or operations back to the U.S. Um, so the finance function has had to deal with thinking through what that means for the organization from a financial standpoint. What is the business case to bring things back to the U.S.? And also, how do I uh, evolve my own role? What do I need to do to become a more nimble finance organization? Do I need to be in several locations around the world? Another thing that's, that's definitely very prevalent is uh, consumer uh, tastes are changing dramatically. That's something supporting finance functions have to adapt to as well. I'd say one last thing that's pretty important is our workforce is changing dramatically too. The folks that are working in finance functions for our clients, uh, they're looking for different experiences, they're looking for different things sure. uh, than traditional workforces. So given all this change, how do companies think about and, and plan for growth? So I represent the finance function, right? right? So the goal of, of our uh, practice is really to help clients think through what do they need to do to be able to serve their business better. So we start with the business. So the business has to change um, a lot of things relative to their operating model. They need to become much more nimble, uh, much more agile and flexible. They need to be able to think through and predict some of these things before they actually happen. One thing that we've noticed is um, disruption is happening nowadays at a much faster pace than it's ever happened before. Right. Um, of course, dealing with trends, disruption, it's nothing new, right? It's always been there. But in 2018, uh, what we see is the pace in which things are happening is much quicker, and the difference between those who can adapt to the disruptors um, is really much more dramatic. In other words, there's a big difference between the winners, those who can adapt to disruption, and the losers. Um, so, so the finance function is asked more and more to become supporters of that disruption and help the business adapt to those changes. And, and how do those kinds of changes impact the way companies think about key issues like driving profitability? Those changes really make a big difference when you start thinking through the business case impact of some of those moves. What am I going to be able to do to do the same for less? Mm. Um, and that's really the challenge that a lot of our CFOs have to drive profitability is how can I give the business the same kind of outputs, the same kind of services, 
and do that at the same budget or less budget. I think the other piece of it is is also on the um, uh, revenue side. How can mm -hmm. I think through what the data and insights I have as a finance professional can do to increase uh, growth, increase profitability, increase margins, and those sorts of things. KPMG does some some research every year, and and this year your CEO research looked at um, that that difference between disrupting and being disrupted. So tell us a little bit more about that. We do a CEO study every year, and what we found is that CEOs are more and more looking at disruption as a differentiator. What they mean by that is they're looking at disruption uh, to be a way that they can differentiate themselves. They know that if they can capitalize on disruption, they're gonna be able to be that far ahead of their, um, their competitors. CEOs are looking at CFOs uh, to be able to guide them and help them through that process. So that's a big deal. It's actually an exciting thing to be in the finance function these days because the bar is up higher and it's more exciting. Well, and I, and I imagine too, um, you know, it, it's tricky given the, the um, you know, the volume. You have so much that you have to parse through of, of what's actually a trend, what's, what's meaningful um, and, and, and something that's, a, that's occurring in the near term. Yeah, I mean, um, so, so one of the reasons why 2018 is an exciting year is we've seen a lot of things simultaneously happening from a technology standpoint, right? So when you think of some of the dis uh, technology disruptors, uh, first and foremost, there's moving to the cloud, right? We've heard about that for a few years now, right? Obviously Workday led the pack and getting people to think about the cloud, uh, but now my clients, even the very largest of clients, uh, aren't talking about if they move to the cloud, they're talking about when they move to the cloud. Cloud migration um, is on every CFO's roadmap if they haven't done it already. But you add on top of that uh, two or three other technologies that are really maturing this year, uh, and you get really um, excited about how all those integrate together. So some of the other technologies uh, that are coming um, to maturation this year are, uh, first and foremost, um, intelligent automation. Mm. So when we talk about intelligent automation, we're really talking about several different technologies, but you can think of robotic process automation at a basic level and moving into cognitive and uh, artificial intelligence at the more uh, extreme level. Um, so that's happening this year, and that's starting to integrate with some of the cloud technologies. And then the third piece is kind of digital and mobile. Mm. Uh, once again, people expect all this stuff. They expect nimble, flexible systems, uh, and they expect it on their fingertips. So how do these technologies, how does this evolution impact the finance organization and, and how do finance organizations you know, start to evolve to you know, adapt to this change? That's a question that's on CFOs' minds. This is what we talk about to our CFOs all the time. Um, just this week, talking to a CFO in the uh, manufacturing industry, they were trying to understand, given all these technologies, why is it still taking so long for me, for instance, to do planning? Why is the planning cycle sure. so long and why does it take so much time for my systems to update so I can get the information. So when we talk about all these technologies coming together, it's all fine and dandy, but until the finance function really sees the benefits of all that, uh, it doesn't mean much. So that's what we really work with our clients to figure out how can we combine these different technologies uh, into something that's gonna really transform the finance function. If we go out five, 10 years, the finance function is gonna be very different than it is today. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if you think of all aspects of the finance function, right, you're not gonna have uh, the same level of accountants and uh, finance professionals in an organization. Our research says if you go 10 years out and think of the size of a finance and accounting organization, it could be 50% smaller. Wow. Robotics and artificial intelligence, they're really gonna change the jobs, right? So from a labor standpoint, you're talking about a much smaller 
more nimble organization. From a data and analytics standpoint, uh, what we're talking about is uh, the elimination of, of paper reports. Uh, we see that already today, but also the elimination of some dashboarding. Imagine a CFO wants to know the impact of a price increase in one of their products, right? What do they have to do today? They have to call a finance uh, <laughs> professional, an FPA analyst maybe, or, and ask them, can you do some uh, calculations of the impact of a 2% uh, change in, in, in this product, right? Um, so then fast forward, you know, hour, two hours, maybe two days later, and you might get an answer <laughs> and so on. In the future, a CFO will ask an Alexa-type device, what's the impact, and get the answer instantaneously. That's what we see in terms of 10 years out, th those kinds of changes. What do you see as the role of the CFO, um, you know, really leading that charge and, and leading that evolution of, of the finance organization? Yeah, so the, the CFOs that are um, going to be the winners in all this, they're the ones that are taking advantage of the disruption that's out there, whether it's technology, whether it's the workforce, whether it's industry trends. They're the ones putting together a proactive agenda to deal with all that. I know I can't handle everything today, but I need to have some level of a roadmap to think through how am I going to deal with all this. So what we see is typically five different areas that they have to think through, right? The first one is what we call extreme automation. What is my extreme automation agenda? How am I going to take advantage of the automation that's out there mm. and use that to my benefit? Taking advantage of, like we talked about before, some of the nimble cloud-based systems, taking advantage of the robotics and artificial intelligence, taking advantage of newer things like blockchain to replace traditional transactions like EDI. So what is my agenda for all that? How am I not only going to implement one of those things, but implement them in a way that integrates it all together? Let's talk about skills and talents. Sure. If I'm going to have much less um, uh, resources in my finance and accounting organization, what kind of skills and talents do I need? Suddenly, core accounting skills, while they may be important, aren't enough. You need uh, talents that are more oriented around soft skills, more mm -hmm. oriented around strategic skills, more oriented around thinking through uh, what's going to happen and the art of the possible, rather than traditional skills, thinking about the past and what already occurred. Do you see that as something that, um, you know, current finance professionals, that that's a, that's a you know, additive skills or reskilling areas that, that, that they grow, or, or is it, you know, potentially bringing uh, maybe some non-traditional roles into the finance organization because technology is, is helping to serve some of that, you know, core and fundamental? I think it's a combination. I think uh, bringing in finance and accounting folks that are comfortable with technology, uh, that are going to be able to own the technology, um, that's obviously one of the things we really like about cloud-based products like Workday is you, start, you can own the product yourself. You don't need to rely on a large IT infrastructure to own it. I think of my daughter. I have a daughter who's just starting college right now. And one of the pieces of advice that I've heard counselors tell her, and I think is a great piece of advice, is you need to combine traditional skills along with unrelated skills to be successful in the future. And I think that definitely applies for finance and accounting. Get a psychology degree along with an accounting degree. Wow. Or a marketing degree along with a finance degree. I mean, those combinations of skills are going to be the skills that are, are more valuable in the future. And I'll give you an example of that. A consumer products client of ours, right? Um, of course, predicting consumer taste is a very difficult thing. Knowing what the consumer wants next year so you can build the products uh, is, a, is a tough thing to do, right? So 
How well can a finance professional have a pulse on those changes before others? That's going to differentiate the finance professional of the future. You, you asked the question about the different things that a CFO needs to think about. I'm thinking about extreme automation, thinking about my workforce. The third thing is how am I going to be able to take advantage of um, the, the, the power of data analytics that's available to me today? Um, in the past, I was thinking through you know, what did happen, but how am I going to use data analytics to think through what will happen and how am I going to capitalize on what is going to happen? Um, I think the fourth area is thinking through what does this mean for my organization? Uh, we call it organizational simplification. I might be much more nimble now uh, with less people and less hierarchy. And I think the last place is how am I going to be able to reinvent myself to become a business strategist rather than a finance and accounting professional? And um, what that really means is, how am I going to be able to help the business kind of see around the corners and be a bit of an innovator? Can I use my skills as a finance and accounting professional to help the business think through those things? Well, so to that end, um, how are you guiding CFOs to put you know, the finance organization in that, in that leadership position? The first thing we tell CFOs is they have to face the reality that their function uh, is changing and um, they need to be able to think through what these changes mean to them. But it's <laughs> overwhelming for a CFO, yeah. right? Because you got to remember, CFO still needs to, you know, sign, uh, you know, the, the books, make sure all the, uh, the numbers are financially sound and make sure uh, his traditional role is still happening. So that still takes a good chunk of their time. We advise CFOs to really take a measured response to all this, right? Don't try to do too much at once. But you really do need to put together a roadmap and agenda to deal with all that. You need to think through all these five different areas. It doesn't have to be everything in 2018, but start putting together a plan so you know what you're going to hit off in 2018, 2019, and, and so on. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Joe for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for listening to the In Good Company podcast. If you'd like to watch the video version of In Good Company, please visit Workday's YouTube channel at youtube.com workday. 